0: Well, hello, friend, welcome to season eight of the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap Chan, and today I have an amazing lady on the show today. She is the CEO and founder of Innovate Marketing Group, and I'm super excited to have her on the show today to share her story and wisdom on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Amanda Ma. Amanda, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners
1: fantastic thank you for inviting me to be part of this podcast sheena yeah so i've been in the event industry for 17 years i cannot believe that it's been that long you know every year at at a new year and it's been really exciting because i see the evolution of how this industry really has evolved and i'm also just a very passionate entrepreneur You know, this is my second events company. I love it so much that I started too, you know. (laughs) And then just in general, some of my background, I was born in Taiwan and I moved here to Los Angeles when I was 10. And I just love the culture here. And I went to East Coast for school, came back, and I was in the corporate world for about three years before I started my own events agency. And from there I never looked back. I did give myself a year. I told my parents one year, just let me see if I can make something of myself. So I'm still on that path. So it looks like I'm doing pretty good. But just along the way that it's been such a fantastic journey, of course, is like any other entrepreneur story, a lot of roller coaster, up and down. But I think all those are taken with a grain of salt and it's all part of our learning. In addition to my business, I'm also a wife. You know, I always joke, I have one husband and two kids, and they're the love of my life. On the side, I also do a lot of community work. I'm super passionate about community. So I sit on multiple boards that I'm passionate about. Yeah, so that's just a little bit about me.
0: Well, a little, that's a lot. And I love that you do all that. I've seen your website and the events that you've done, and they're phenomenal. Like they are just Next level, amazing. So I really just love the work that you do and what you stand for. And, you know, being an entrepreneur isn't easy, especially as an Asian woman, woman because we're always seen by our negative stereotypes. And it's stories like these that really gives us hope to realize there's other things that we can do. So I'm really glad you're out there just doing your thing because you are empowering other ladies or even Asian women or women in general, what's possible for themselves. And Amanda, what is your favorite self-confidence quote?
1: You know, one of my recent favorite is by Bob Marley. The quote goes, you never know how strong you are until being strong is your only choice. And I feel like a lot of people rise to the occasion. So don't be scared. And then, you know, you just, I think a lot of people are surprised on what they can do when they get put into that those situations.
0: I love that quote. And especially as women, right? We tend to, Always see the worst of ourselves, right? Thinking we're not enough, thinking we have to do more or we're not capable. But like you mentioned, we're a lot more capable than you realize. And when we're put in certain situations, we're going to go out there and make it happen, right? The pandemic has been a really great example of women just pivoting to success, taking action, you know, taking it to the next level. Uh, and it sometimes we just need that push, right? It's like you can do it, go, girl, you can do it, right? And the more we can hear these stories, the more they're inspired to take action and take it to the next level, and not have to worry about what happens if I make a mistake. You make a mistake, and you just move on. So I love that quote that you mentioned. And in your own words, how do you define self confidence?
1: I would say, especially as an entrepreneur, I kind of mentioned there are so many roller coasters. Self-confident is really how you kind of present yourself and how people view you as well. It's not just you thinking yourself you're confident, but do people view you as confident as well? And I would definitely say it, it takes practice, you know, and it's okay that if you're on a journey where you're trying to develop that, but it is, it does take practice. So just know that the more you do it, the easier it gets and it becomes something natural. It's not like I'm trying to be confident right now. Right. And one thing I know that really helped me when I'm feeling down is affirmation, like positive affirmation. And like, it goes pretty much like you can stand in front of mayor mirror and you just go, Amanda, you're awesome. You know, even if you're not feeling awesome inside, you just gotta be like, you're awesome. Or before I do a big speaking engagement, sometimes really nerve wracking, you know, especially coming back from the pandemic, I was doing speaking engagement all virtually and then to get back in front of the audience that was something had to be like you got this you know they're all here for you to listen to what you have to say and just giving yourself that like boost of confidence and also self-confidence can come from someone else so if you find someone like i have my group of ladies i know if i need a boost of energy i just called you know one of the ladies and she's like amanda you're awesome or like you're such a rock star like how can you not think you could do this, you got this, you know, and now I'm like, okay, I got this, right? I think all of us need that support system. But it starts with
0: you first. I love that definition. And it's so true, right? How how people perceive you does matter sometimes does matter, right? Like, if they know you're not confident, then they're not going to follow you. And you know, a really great example of that is Kobe Bryant, you know, having the mamba mentality. And if you listen to his YouTube videos, like, he literally prepared to a tee, four hours of sleep every day, do a thousand shots every single day, would ask people of who were basketball, like, you know, the greats like Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson. He would like literally ask them every single question is like, why did this play? Why did you do this play? Why did you do that play? you know, and he really prepared to be number one, right? And sometimes we may see him, we think he's a little cocky, but he's not, it's because he's prepared. He's so prepared to the point that he can be able to stand up a lot straighter and play the best game of his life because in his mind, he's a winner and he'll do whatever it takes to do that. And that's what most athletes do, right? Like they literally prepare themselves to be the best and that's why they have that confidence. And also asking for support is so important because we don't have to be... Uh, doing this alone, you know, and especially in our culture, we're always told to never, never ask for help because it's a sign of weakness or it's a handout. But as people, we have blind spots, right? And if we're trying to do things by ourselves, we're not going to see those blind spots, right? And that's why we become stuck and feel like we're not going anywhere because there's not, there, we don't have that group of people who can pinpoint, hey, this blind spot is actually stopping you from your greatness. So I really love that definition that you mentioned. And Amanda, what was your life like before you discovered self confidence?
1: I would say, you know, a little bit more timid and just, I think that especially the Asian culture, we're brought up to not to brag about, about ourselves. Like, even if you're awesome, you're not supposed to tell people you're awesome. You wait till someone recognizes you that you're awesome. Right. But I think in a different landscape, it's not that I'm bragging, but I do need to let people know that, like, Hey, I am an event specialist. Like we do amazing events and our team is award winning. We're global. You know, we even have a podcast, right? We did event for the White House and Secret Service. You know, but if I don't say that, people will not know. So I think it's just kind of like I mentioned, it's a journey. So the more you do it, the easier it gets. So just try it. Friends and family, they're the first one that you could try it on. And then just slowly grow from there. I think it's all about It's all part of the growth and i love like learning i'm a i have a thirst for learning in general right like during the pandemic and even in terms of speaking prior to pandemic i wasn't doing i was only doing a few a year and during the pandemic i did like 16 to 20 per year it was like a lot more so what i told myself hey i need to step up you know i wasn't that confident in my speaking skills but guess what then i hired a speaking coach I join Toastmaster. I surround myself who want with people who want to help me and who will help me, right? And I take that time to prepare, like you said with Kobe, right? I didn't wake up at four a.m., but Toastmaster is a little later, you know. But you make time to incorporate that, and it it also does help boost your self confidence because the you keep getting better and better.
0: Yeah, and it's so true. I know in Asian culture, we're never told to make any noise, never talk about our achievements. Uh, self-promotion is probably one of the hardest things an Asian woman has to do because of that. But, you know, I, I'm out there promoting myself because I know this is not just about myself, right? I need other people to see that it's okay to go out there and promote your products and services to tell them that, like you mentioned, I have an award-winning events company. I made, you know, I did events for the white house, right? And we need, we need that kind of representation because for far too long, we're still seen by our negative stereotypes. So when we see women like you, like just doing amazing things creating these awesome looking events like we need that in our community we need to share that out we need to say hey if i can do this you can do this as well and yeah being able to prepare yourself like i'm yeah i'm not telling everyone you should be like kobe i'm just saying this is what he had to do to be a champion right sometimes we're not willing to do the things that we want like we want to lose weight but we still want to eat junk food so you have to think of it that way you you do what works for you of course right and this podcast is about you know, trying to pick different things that work for you and it doesn't work for you. So I'm not saying you should sleep four hours. I'm just saying that's what he had to do to get to where he is today. And, you know, what was that aha moment in your life when you realized you can go out there and forge your own path, especially going from corporate to your own business? That probably wasn't easy. Your parents were probably like, what are you thinking? You're already successful. Why would you do things on your own when you already have a stable job? And especially in our culture, like certainty, like stability is everything. And then when you step out to the unknown, it's like, you don't know what's going to happen. But what was that aha moment in your life?
1: You know, it was 100% true because when I told my parents, I'm going to start my own business. I mean, luckily, my dad's also an entrepreneur, so he was a definite yes. But for my mom's, like, why are you starting a business when you're at a corporation? They like you. You've been promoted every year. You know, you're doing such a great job. But for me, it's like I can make an even bigger impact. Right. As much as I love the company I was working with and having a fantastic time and growing, I, I felt I just felt at the moment I could make a bigger impact if I started this business. And that's what I did. And I took a leap of faith at the time and didn't turn back ever since. So 17 years later.
0: I love it. I mean, and you know, creating, you know, having a purpose is really important, right? Creating that impact because. That really builds confidence for us to move forward because sometimes what we do is not for us right it's for the greater good it's for our community it's for you know our asian sisters or you know our asian community or beyond that just because we empower our own community doesn't mean we're not empowering others right i always say it starts with ourselves and it becomes a domino effect i mean like when i saw black panther i loved it i was like you know i hope they have marvel movies that highlight asian characters and then shang chi came out for me When we empower our own community it becomes a domino effect and we can really create a global you know a global impact like bts like blackpink right look where they are today and because of your realizations and being able to forge your own path and have this um successful business what's your life been like now
1: i love it i think i was born an entrepreneur i just love the creativity i think every day of course there are a lot of challenges i i we always say entrepreneurs a very a unique human being because like, why we're constantly put with solutions that we have to like problem solve. And then it's like, you do it again, you know, you get knocked down, you get back up, you get knocked down, you get back up. It's like, why would you do that? That's like, insanity, right? But we just love not that we love. Yeah, we love the challenge. And it's like, every day is different. I think the biggest and most attractive part is just that I can make a bigger impact, right? I can influence change. And that's, something I believe in a hundred percent because even at our agency, my mission is to help fuel change, to help brand, to help fuel brands change lives for the better through the events that we put together for them. And I truly believe that because, and then that's why when we do events it's not just an event, we really think about what is the experience, what is the ultimate impact and how that will carry on even beyond us. Right. So I think that's like very different. Compared to some of the events that just take place. And I think the mentality is also very different too.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's the greatest feeling when you get knocked down, like, let's say a thousand times and you finally get what you were looking for, right? Like, finally, you figured it out. And it's like the best feeling in the world, whether it's, you know, trying to pivot your business during the pandemic, or for me, just even trying to figure out how to put a virtual background on my Zoom. I mean, I was like so happy that I like literally, I felt like I I won the lottery because for like six months I was like, why isn't this working? What is wrong with my computer? Why can't I put a virtual background? But the moment I was able to, I was just so happy. So you know, I know that's really small compared to some other things, but sometimes you need to celebrate those small wins, right? Being able to s- celebrate those small things also end up you know attracting other wins into your life. And so I just love everything that you mentioned. And you know, to the woman who's listening to your episode. She may be in her own journey to self confidence. What would be that one tip you would give to her?
1: I would just say take everything with a grain of salt, and that sometimes you're, when you're in a challenge, like in a challenging situation, or you just feel like, oh my God, this is so hard. I cannot do it. Turn that table, like, look at it another way way like more glass half full meaning I tell my team this you know because there's some event or some clients where like they really stretch you meaning like or perhaps you know maybe they only done events for a thousand people they haven't done it for three thousand people so when you're being stretched that is you growing you know do you want to lead an amazing life yes well then amazing life don't just happen you know it kind of is part of the journey and it's, it may be scary at times, but just prepare. I do believe in preparation. I prepare a lot, right? Even our first time doing event for 3,000 people, that we always have a first time. But I told the team, to the client, it cannot feel like it's our first time. It needs to feel like it's our 50th time. But how do we do that? You prep. The more you prepare, the more confident you are because you know what the heck you're doing. You have all the ducks in a row. Your team is well-breathed, right? So everything's good. The- why it just is very natural that you feel confident because you feel rest assured yourself. When you don't feel confident, it's when things are not in place, right? You have uncertainty because you're not getting questions clarified. That's when you're feeling a little bit lack of confidence. So I do believe that preparation is the door to success.
0: I love it. Those are great tips. And I totally agree. You know, when you prepare and prepare and prepare, it really does help you build your confidence because then you know what you're talking about. You can answer objections. You can, um, you know, answer the questions that your clients are, are asking you. Um, and, and, you know, that falls through everything, whether it's having a business, working out, even being on YouTube. I mean, of course, the first time it's going to suck and you, that's okay. Right. We just got to embrace it. And the more we keep practicing it, we become, you know, we become better, you know, we don't suck as much kind of like podcasting, you know, the first time I did it, I was terrible, right? Um, and then everyone's like, you're so good at it. What did you do? I'm like, I just interviewed 800 women. That was it, right? Because I was practicing, I was preparing, I knew what to say, I knew what questions to ask, like I follow an outline, right? I'm organized so that I can give the best interview possible, and also be able to help the interviewee share the most amazing story. So great tips that you mentioned. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do, or maybe they have an event that they want to plan, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with?
1: Yes, you can find me on LinkedIn, just Amanda Ma, or you could go to our website, InnovateMKG.com. So that's where you can find us
0: thanks for sharing that and to our listeners. If you want to connect with Amanda, you can also head on over to the com and search for Amanda's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Amanda today for starting off the new season. So thank you so much for sharing your journey with us, Amanda.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for having me here. This has been a blast
0: not a problem. It was an honor to have you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Tao of Self-Confidence. You can order your copy of Asian Women Who Boss Up book by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.